Good evening, Gilles fans, and welcome back to Gilles and the Blood Injury Time podcast. Joined at headquarters once again by Boz. Boz and the leftovers of our kebab. Yeah, very greasy kebab. Very as greasy. Well. It's actually disgusting. But there we go. Back for the first time in a while. Yeah, it's been a bit of a break, hasn't it? Yeah, a bit of an extended break with not a lot happening. I was going to say, we're still not really any other wiser, are we? What's going on? No. Um, the purpose of this pod topic is to discuss the last season, which has abruptly come to an end, and we also discuss what's going to happen for next season, whenever that may be. Um, according to the club media yesterday, they was going to announce... Well, Two dates, wasn't it, they'd come up with? Two dates they'd come up with, and if rumours from some of these EFL accounts on Twitter are to be, are to be believed, it's end of August and... Se- middle of September. Middle of September, yeah, so... But... Whether we'll be able to go to go, I very much doubt. I'll be surprised if we get into a ground before January. Yeah. Sadly. I don't know, I'm not too sure, because I think I read, like, France were bringing fans back in July, but I don't know how many and obviously they've got bigger stadiums but with our average attendance and our home grounds you'd like to think that yeah you see you can say that with us but then it's got to be on an evil and kill for everyone isn't it yeah but fuck fuck the rest <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get back to it I don't care if the first game back we draw nil nil I just want to get back yeah it, it's actually where we're sitting now is by the front door and by the front door on the window seal was your dual season ticket from yeah. last season it's a lonely figure just sitting yeah, so we there we do have a new canvas though huh we do have a new little canvas up there yeah another from, uh, the league winning season another addition to the headquarters yeah we've still got two shirts need to go up we'll probably have to get someone else in to do that won't we we're not very good no um, speaking of our league next season the playoffs have just been on this evening Stalemate between Pompey and Oxford. Yeah. And the other game... A bit one-sided in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, Fleetwood down to nine men by the end of it. And uh, got a claw back, a 4-1 deficit on Monday evening away to Wickham. So you'd like to think that that's them done, but... Yeah, I think, I don't know about you, before today I thought Oxford and Wickham for the final. Yeah... Don't know. I would have fancied Pompey personally, but well, I I would like Wickham to go because they're similar to us. They've been a bit up and down league one and two down the years, and then you can say the same about Fleetwood, can you? They come from non-league. Yeah. And coming up to our league, Northampton. Yeah, whether or not we we'll still have the likes of Mark Marsh. I think Michael Harriman's still there as well. Yeah, Joe Martin, Steve. Steve Arnold. Arnold's there. Yeah. So a few extras there, but I mean, if we can go up then there's a good chance that Akinfem will roll up at Northampton again next season. Yeah, he true. loves going back there, don't he? But there's another team that looked dead and buried after the first leg. Yeah, see, I watched the first leg. I didn't watch the second. Yeah, second leg there is just different class. They deserve to win and that's decent again um, against Exeter in the playoff final on Monday. I think dominant, it was. wasn't they? Yeah, dominant. But anyway, back to the topic. We're going to discuss last season. Including new manager, new players, and then we run through match by match, the months and decent results. Um, 
So we go from the beginning. Steve Evans come in. Yeah, we weren't too keen, were we? No. I think people that would have listened to our pod and we're probably going to flip between what happened then and our thoughts yeah. now. But I remember... We well, were very against it. Very right? against it. And myself saying that he'd never have his name sung. Yeah. And that was and a, I'll be that's a, I'll a bit wrong. I'll be now and say, I still haven't yet. I was very, very close. After that Sunday away game, I was very close. But I've stood my ground and as of yet, I haven't. <laughs> I thought we had something in his name. No, well, I've come close. Oh, okay, fair enough. I mean, others still hate They're him. still boycotters. Yeah. Yeah. But each to their own. But no, when he first come in, weren't too sure. I'd say the same with Paul Rain as well. I think he's come across really well throughout the season. Yeah. But as the matches go on, we'll probably discuss how our feelings have changed to... We don't quite love him now, but, but um, he's the right man for the job. Yeah, I think that seems to be what... Even people who don't like him, we all seem to be on the same boat with that one. Yeah. So players he brought in then? Lee um, Hodson? Yeah. Who's say? I, I was happy with Lee Hodson originally. Yeah? Didn't last very long. No. <laughs> Short but sweet. Who's um, say? Yeah. Mark Marshall... Mikel and Jolly, Alexey Kubiak. Uh, Mika Mandarin came in. Oh, yeah, after his Obviously, Barry Fuller came back. Yeah. Barry Fuller came back? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, no, we had Fuller last season. <laughs> what is the player? You know, of my the... memories on the Facebook yesterday, I was saying about Barry Fuller, that's what it is. Yeah, it's the player ago. of the year. He was, we were partying with him. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Fuller came back. <laughs> Oh, Stuart O'Keefe was another one. Stuart O'Keefe, oh, yeah. Stuart O'Keefe, who I changed my opinion of as the season. I before. remember that signing and just That's about to watch a film at Odeon. And they, the Twitter account said that they was going to announce a signing at 8 o'clock with Premier League experience. Anyway, they was bloody late announcing it. So all through the film, all I can think of is, who do you sign, who do you sign, who do you sign. The minute them credits come on, Twitter went on, ah, oh, right. Stuart O'Keefe. <laughs> who were you expecting? I don't know who was Home expecting, Rooney? but I thought maybe, you know, someone that might have got me a bit more excited rather than a defensive midfielder. But there we go. Um, anyone we've missed? Oh, the loan signings. Are we counting the loan signings? Yeah, I said you yeah, Kubiak uh, and Jolly. Alfie Jones, Tom Alfie O'Connor Jones, Tom O'Connor. I feel like there's still one more. Oh, and as the season, like, season went on, mid-season... Oh, Jordan don't, Graham, don't no, you're not going that far. Don't go to mid-season yet, no. just focus on the summer ones. I feel like we're still missing one. We probably are, to be fair. Um, what are your thoughts? Oh, Jack Bonham. Jack, yeah, <laughs> quite an obvious one. Um, what were your thoughts on them? Because you probably have got more opinion than I do, because I don't know anyone. Whereas you I watch seem a lot to know of people stuff from, and I play a lot of football manager. Yeah, and... football manager and crap like that. Whereas um, I'm always baffled by who people are. Jack Bonham, I'm well impressed with. I thought that was a, a perfect signing. Because <clears throat> he's one, again, who, if we get, you know, thinking with Paul Scalier on, get a couple of good seasons out of him, we could send him on. Um, going forward, O'Keefe, yeah, I wasn't too keen on O'Keefe. Not originally. The loan signings, again, Alfie Jones fitted in instantly. Yeah. Tom O'Connor, it took me a little while to come around to him. You liked him from the off. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with him because he obviously started off at left back 
to start with, didn't he? Or... Yeah, see, I, I thought he was a bit panicky in the first couple of games, but you and Matt seem to be fans instantly. Yeah, I would say the thing about Alfie Jones as well is that he come quite highly rated from Saints fans on Twitter and that, which you don't tend to get that. A lot of like big clubs, they don't know a lot about the youngsters, do they? But they did seem very keen on him. And... Yeah, because he was their captain, wasn't he, with the Saints under-23 team, so... So we... Um, well, where do we get to? Midfield, okay? Yeah. Mark Marshall, yeah, I mean, I thought he was a little bit past it. He ripped us a new arsehole in the past, anyway, he's at Barnet. Mm. Um, I was happy with your Kubiak, one who I personally would have taken permanently. Uh, Mandarin, when the first talk first came around, wasn't overly fussed. So I really wanted him. After pre-season, I think it was a Mill game, wasn't it? Yeah. He looked unplayable that day and he was in and out for a little while, wasn't he? He didn't get in really until towards the end of the season. No, he didn't get too many chances to start off with, but I remember Mandron from pre season and just thought he looked <coughs> he looked similar to Eves as in big target. And man, all our frontmen, you know, Hannon and Yakubiak and Jolly, all very quick but not really much about um strength wise was there whereas Mandarin was a bit of yeah bit of it all yeah and from the pre-season games and Jolly was someone that I weren't really sure on without he scored one good goal at Faversham was it that we saw something like that yeah I think even that day you said he was really selfish oh we we have forgot a signing who goes into Jill's folklore as uh, another excellent addition do you remember Online. Oh, yeah. Um, Nathan Thomas. Nathan Thomas. Oh, yeah. Because he, he did score a decent goal did. against Faversham. And then That's we, a strange one, wasn't it? We never saw him again. He went yeah. to Carlisle, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think that's where he's going to go. I think he should be released by Sheffield United. Yeah, probably. I think some of it was well, some of it like personal It was family reasons, reasons wasn't it? He wasn't reasons, based so up north, yeah. That's fair enough, I guess. So... With them signing, some of them took to the field for our first league game of the season, away to Donny, which myself and Matt went to with Rachel and Laura Bradley. Three hours up there in a car with them constantly singing 90 <laughs> songs. It made for a very interesting trip. Um, you met Leo Fortune West that day. Yeah. Why well, you didn't know who he was? No, I didn't. And I met Mr Maker, who I do you know. You did know, yeah. And he knew who you were, which is a bit strange. Yeah, exactly. Um, started off quite well first 45 minutes decent knocking the ball around went one up with a goal from Alexi Kubiak and then unfortunately Kieran Sadlier have just been released by them actually I'd be keen to have a look at just uh, he got one just before half time and second half he was a bit poor to be honest but definitely would have taken it opening day um, and in the first game that you would have seen Boz was Burton at home which I went to with high hopes after the season before and we were poor that day weren't we yeah and then we'll just quickly run through the rest of the games in August so you had EFL Cup Northampton uh, drew 2 all and lost on penalties was that, was that the Mikino and Jolly game wasn't it or was that Newport later on what do you mean where didn't he score and miss a penalty no, he got sent. He got sent off. He scored a penalty and got sent off. Okay. Um, 
we was actually cruising in that one, didn't take our chances and Newport scored two in the last six minutes and it's frustrating, frustration. A week later, two new up against Blackport at home. That was frustrating because Matt was away with me and that was just us. And I think I texted him at our times so and we've been absolutely spot on so far. Yeah. And then we jilted it up. <laughs> yeah, that, that was poor. Just You could see it coming as well, especially... I think you said at 2-1, you went, oh, we're not going to win this. No, you could see that it was going to happen. The way that we'd blown the lead against Newport a week before. Um, yeah, it's very frustrating. Uh, week after, lost to Coventry away 1-0. And then we got our first... League win of the season. I remember being very nervous about that game. Yeah, it was a weird one. Thinking, please don't let us lose to them. <laughs> to Bolton's the kids fight. at the times, because obviously they were still having their financial issues. But didn't they, they signed players literally the day before, didn't they? Yeah. And I only thought... one or two played. I think yeah. Jack Cobbs might have played. Yeah. Uh, Jack... Jake Wright played, I think, centre-back. There wasn't many names that we would have heard of. No, there was only a few, but it was quite a routine, comfortable victory in the end. Uh, Ollie Lee, that's someone that we did miss out earlier yeah. actually, loan signings, grabbing a double. Um, we're not going to bother talking about the Football League trophy, are we? I'm not asked no. about that. I've not been I, to one in games I didn't in about go to four any years, of them so. games, so... No, we'll skip over them. So, first month then, Boz, picking up a win, a few draws and a few defeats. Your thoughts on August, Evans... I think I was trying to be a bit open with it and think it's a very new team. Like there's a lot of new players. Um, wasn't overly excited, but at the same time, there was one or two positives. We were probably lucky we played Bolton when we did. Yeah. Um, because we hadn't been in great form when. Had it, had we played someone like a Sunderland at the time, it might have been totally different. But no, let say got off to winning ways with Bolton. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't think... We'd really played badly too many times. It was Burton weren't, weren't great. No, it was frustrating um, that we could only seem to do either 45 minutes or do it in spells where we looked yeah. good. Like, we did that a few the first half back. against Donny away was good. Um, <clears throat> Newport, or Newport at home in the cup, we were good, but then let slip. Blackpool for Blackpool 40 first, minutes or whatever yeah. it was was decent. So it was just in fits and spurts really wasn't it so moving on to September started off drawing away to Tramir to all when we turn you up that day uh, yes we was sure, with yeah. Kubiak and Jones in the first half and again it comes back to the only doing it for one half of football because Tramir then scored twice in the second half then probably a decent win for us Wickham at the time were top oh, of the I league oh flying yeah we were the first team to beat him, I think, weren't we? The yeah, first team away. beat him 2-0 and we made him look quite ordinary. Mikel and Jolly had the game of his life, didn't they? Yeah, double from and Jolly. And did he not miss a penalty as well, I think? I don't know. I think he could have had that trick. But... One of them goals was pretty decent as well. Yeah. But then we followed that up with a credible draw away to Bristol Rovers. I remember watching that on iFollow. Yeah, and, yeah, again... Not a bad point to pick up away from home. I think that's something we've always kind of stuck by. If we can Any point away from home win our home game and get an away point, then it's decent. 
Um, and then although we lost the next game against Ipswich, it was a good display yeah, for us. Yeah, we were I very thought. good that day. Definitely matched them. And at the end, did they celebrate like they won the league? Yeah, they'd done the... <laughs> done lap. the whole uh, arm in arm on it and going cheers yeah. to the fans. And pathetic. <laughs> absolutely pathetic. Thomas Hardy, I believe he was back. Yeah, didn't have a lot to do though, I don't remember. No, I think one of the games there wasn't a lot in it, was there? It was a bit scrappy. They just mm. took the chance when they got it. So we went from a credible home defeat to a shocking away defeat. Oxford. Ox- oh my God. One of the worst performances. The only time in nearly 20 years ago, the games with you, you said to me at half time, should we leave? Yeah. It was that bad and it didn't get any better after half time. We, as Ben Pringle had signed by me and that was his first start, I think. Yeah. Um, was it Tom O'Connor was riding their right winger at one point in the first half? Yeah, couldn't even foul them properly, could we? We were so bad. Had like, one shot in the last yeah, minute, which trickled. Which was Mark Marshall, I Mark think. Mark Marshall, yeah. but As a day, Simon Royce was on the bench for the first time. Yes, yeah. I must admit, after that game, I was angry as well. Because in Evan's post-match interview... Didn't he say we... Not we'd matched them or something about we'd had a good goal or something. Yeah, he'd come up with a shitty comment and then said that he he denied basically not clapping the fans. Said oh, that he, yeah, he yeah. went over there yeah. and we like, well, no, you didn't. You didn't even step on the pitch. No. And obviously we was at the other end. But and at the beginning of the season, t- there seemed to be that thing with him where obviously our fans are going to jump on his back regardless. <clears throat> Every little thing. But that just seemed like, I get you want to make yourself look good, but... We, like, there were people there yeah. you can't lie about it there was enough of us there so after September especially after the Ipswich game my kind of thought process of how we progressed was we'd match teams but I didn't, didn't think we had enough quality to beat the teams like Ipswich and t- at the time teams like Sunderland obviously we move on to that later on um, but yeah I thought that we had an alright squad, but probably not quite good enough to beat the teams considered the big names of the department. Department? Department? department. What am I doing? Where am I, what am I talking about? I don't know what you're thinking about. I've got work in, on my brain, that's why. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, I think quite similar. Like Oxford aside, I thought generally we've been in most games, but like you say, there's a difference where we might have had four or five chances that's a goal for Millwall um, <laughs> yeah we might have had four or five chances and not score and other teams would have one and they'd score it was just a bit I don't think Jack Tucker was in the side at that point no. oh no did he, didn't he come in for the Oxford game I think played 45 minutes I uh, think no he didn't he wasn't even on the bench Was it? maybe it was a game before that he played and he wasn't involved in that one he'd made his a start by then, I'm sure. Yeah, he started against Ipswich. Yeah, so that's when we were chopping and changing the back four a bit, wasn't it? We yeah. had Hodgson playing right or left back, Ogilvy playing centre back or left back. Um, yeah, so similar to you, I thought we were matching teams, but just lacking that little bit. So moving on to October then, again, we're ignored a EFL trophy defeat to Ipswich. Who gives a damn? Um, Pompey away, Neil Neil. Always, well, I love playing Pompey. <laughs> we just don't lose to them, do we? Lost 2-1 at home to Peterborough. Um, again, it was one of them displays where I thought we'd done all right, but 
kind of echoed my thought process after the Ipswich game in that we didn't quite have enough to beat teams like that. Um, and then Shrewsbury, we drew away with one all and then got our first away win of the season against Accrington. Charlie oh, Cook. Charles Cook, yeah. The recently departed Charlie Cook. Sadly recently departed, yeah. Um, like when, on the rare occasion we've met him and had a chance to speak to him, he's always been a nice guy. Um, just seemed like he was always going to play second fiddle to Ollie Lee this season, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, there were games when he came and made an impact. That brings me and one. I think there's another game he scored the only goal of the game, or he scored a good goal <coughs> in the game. Um, one I would have kept. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's disappointing to see him go. I think he probably could have done better than where he's going as well. No disrespect to Ross County and to Scottish football, but I think he probably could have aimed a bit higher. But I think with see with players in our sort of league when they go to Scotland now, I think if you go at a young age like that. The chance of you coming back and getting a good move are going to be pretty slim, yeah. unless you go and score 15, 20 goals. And I also think as well, with all the uncertainty at the moment, you're being offered a two-year deal. Yeah. You, you're going to take it with the current situation, aren't you? Like you're guaranteed wages for two years. So can't really blame him. And like you say, he's going to play second fiddle. He's, to... I think he's done well for us over the two years when he's had his chances. Yeah. He's been a hit rather than a flop, hasn't he? Yeah, so. well, originally when he came in, I didn't think we'd see much of, but that first season especially, he was involved a lot. This season, not so much, more off the bench. But yeah. Um. So, moving to November, I didn't go to this game, so I'll let you talk about this, Boz, another horror show at home to Rotherham this time. Lost... Other than Burton, I think it's the only home game this season when I thought that was absolutely dire. We weren't even close to them at all that game. It looked like there was two leagues between us. Yeah. They were so much better than us. I think, did we game after we played Doncaster in the Cup? Uh, no, game after was Sunderland in the Cup. Oh, sorry. First round of the Cup away at the Stadium of Light. Um, where Ollie Lee <laughs> yeah. scuffed a free kick, weren't it? it yeah, and then McLaughlin uh, scuffed it in, didn't he? Yeah. Um... Then we, in the league, we beat Lincoln 1-0 at home. And then in the replay against Sunderland. Uh, Connor Ogilvy, wasn't Connor it? Connor Ogilvy, yeah. Super Connor. But I think that's probably where the tide started. I was just going to say to you, like, up until then, there doesn't seem to be a lot of wins. No. Yeah, I'd say probably... Lincoln and Sunderland is when the tide started turning. Sunderland in the cup, we were absolutely brilliant. Should have won in 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah, we should have been well clear, shouldn't we? Made Sunderland look average. Um, and then it was actually Brandon Hanlon. Scored a very good goal, yeah. didn't he? And I think it surprised us because I think when the FA Cup draw was made, Sunderland away probably... It was the one draw you didn't want, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I think... A lot of Jules fans probably wrote us off. I think we did as well, to be honest. But then carrying on into November, so the last game of the month, and it's a massive injustice how they took six points off us last season. Wimbledon away. Oh, my God. I'd forgotten all about that. Oh, Clint Hodges. Wanker. Yeah, absolutely. 
Like we thought, I mean, Ev- he, he, we thought he Evans out, was bad. I was going to say, he, Al Evans, Steve Evans that day, he was an arsehole. That was the day um, Ben Pringle got sent off, didn't he, after coming on for about five minutes. Yeah. Called the ref something, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, We've got to stop calling him running away. It never ends well. No, it's a terrible ground. I'll be glad it's, um, they're moving soon, yeah. aren't they? So. <laughs> It's just everything about it's bad. It always rains. Always rains. You can't see all the pitch. No. But You're very close to Glyn Hodges. Yeah. Helmet. Um, <coughs> so obviously finished on a defeat, but as I kind of alluded to, Tide started seeing... I think the fans were a bit more looking up rather than down at that point. Yeah. And then the first game of December was in the Cup. Against Donny. Oh, that was the one. We were really good that day. On the Sunday. I missed it. We could have won that five or six easy. Very good. Um, their left back that day, Declan John, I think. Yeah. Um, he definitely got one own goal. Did he get two? No, that was in the league game. He got the own goal. Was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were very good that FA Cup game. I think I'd got up after a night shift and I was a bit unsure about going, but yeah, I was glad I did. So yeah, that was the start of a very decent run where we started probably to believe again. Followed that up with the Ogilvy goal at home to Sunderland in the league. See, that was more what's what, memorable, more key to our season, I think, than yeah. the Cup one. To be in the Cup, I know it's only like a one-off game, whatever, but to do it in the league when... Let's face it, budget-wise, we shouldn't even be in the same league. No, exactly. Budget-wise, stadium-wise, squad-wise, should not even be competing on the same pitch. That was... Was that the game where Tucker had Grigg in his pocket? Oh, it wasn't just Grigg, was it McNulty as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Still in there, I think. <laughs> even now. Yeah, we were very good that day, and that was maybe the most I'd celebrated since Luton away the season before. Mm. Um, and then... Fleetwood away, drew one all, beat MK Dons 3-1 just before Christmas. Um, Boxing Day, drew against Ipswich 0-0, but again... Oh, draw that. No, we played decent, though. Do you think? I fell asleep for it. Yeah, but you fall asleep during most things, to be fair. Barcelona. No, we actually looked all right, and again, probably deserved more than what we got, but... um, and then finished 2019 off with a 1-0 win over Rochdale. Another late Conor Ogilvy goal. He's, yeah, he's... Bless him, he's beautiful, isn't he? He's bloody immense, that man. Um, so obviously, went on a bit of a run. Ended the year in a positive mindset. Opinions towards Evans at this point? It was turning. Because I think suddenly when we were starting to compete with them, bigger teams... And we were going, like you say, rather than being good 45 minutes like Sunderland at home, I think the ovary goal was right at the end. I think there was a few games that, in that run towards the end of the yeah. year where we scored right at the end. Suddenly we started, We had a settled back five then. <clears throat> Fuller was back in regular spot. Ogre had moved to left back. O'Connor had moved up. Tucker was in. Suddenly we had a very... I mean, out of the 11, you'd say probably eight of them were guaranteed starters each week. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I don't know what game it was when he first started having the crowd interaction as well, but I think that... I think it was quite early in the season at home, wasn't it? Or he tried, I think. Yeah, I think it was probably after we picked up a bit. It might have been Sunderland. 
Possibly, yeah. It might have been the cup game or the league game where he came towards Raymond at the end and, yeah, people's opinions started changed because he looked like he cared then. Yeah. And um, you listen to his interviews even now and I think, yeah, all right, he's still got that bit of an arsehole in him, but we could have dinner on this. But he, he does speak well from the fan forums that I've been to. He, he does speak well Yeah, I only well recently watched the, uh, the YouTube chats with Matt and with other fans and he come across well in them. Yeah, yeah, he's always knowledgeable well. and what you would say with the signings he's made both in August and January, which we'll get on to, and probably next season as well, his contact book and his connections to... Yeah. We're getting players from bigger and better clubs yeah, now. exactly. Where how many managers in the past five, ten years would be able to call upon them contacts? And like we kind of said at the time, just going back to the start of the season, it, if it was a manager with that experience of promotion and calibre, that wasn't Steve Evans, we would have been yeah. jumping for joy. It was just a name. But like we said, at the end of 2019, he started to turn the opinion around. So first game, New Year's Day, one all at home to Pompey. I don't remember too much about that. No. Was that the day you couldn't open a bottle of water? No, no, that wasn't the day. But no, I didn't go out New Year's Eve drinking on that side. Oh no, I didn't. I came home early though. Yeah, you came home at about quarter past. Yeah, I saw New Year in then. Yeah, started got a kebab. Yeah, started. You tried nicking it off me. Yeah, you was very angry. Stepped on the kitchen floor. <laughs> That's the angriest I think I've ever seen you when I tried to nick <laughs> your kebab, and you couldn't even finish your one tonight. No, I've let you finish it tonight. <laughs> I don't remember much about Pompey at home, you know. Yeah, I don't remember too much about it. Um, I really, I remember they had uh, a young lad in goal, I think it was Bass, who played today. That's about all I remember, because I remember thinking it was like Fish, Feebass. Fuck it, uh, your memory is weird. <laughs> You'd be amazed the amount of random things I've remembered. <laughs> um, next game, one of the standouts for me, although we didn't get the win in the cup, for us on yeah. the telly, on a brilliant run of form having not been defeated since Wimbledon in November. I actually believe we'd we believed, win it. yeah. My um, Tottenham mate at work went in, and he, I went into work that night, and he went, well, he said, uh, it was a bit of an underdog story, wasn't he? He said, the underdogs won. Like, he, he expected us to win. Yeah. Because I don't think they were on a great run at the time, were they? No, they, I think it was David Moyes. Was it David Moyes' first game in charge? It might have been. I know Zabaleta scored the second, didn't he? Yeah. Was it four now? It's got there, yeah, it was Moyes because I remember we were, and they had that dodgy keeper who didn't play, didn't they? Roberto, yeah. Because we were all hoping it was going to be uh, Pellegrini and Roberto, and it wasn't. No. But, yeah, we. We had a special first half. We gave as good as we got, definitely. Yeah, we didn't have any clear cut chances, but we more than matched them for. Definitely battled. Effort and, and battles, yeah. yeah. But second half, their quality did show and they did run out deserved winners, but. The thing that struck me was it was nice to have that atmosphere back again, the whole crowd. And it, it was the whole crowd. Normally it's just the rain event, but yeah. you could hear the Golden Road, you could see them getting involved. You could I see think Lee Clifton put a video on Twitter recently of that game, because I think he was in the Medway stand. Yeah. And um, it, like you say, it's the whole stadium, it's not just the rain event. And even the Golden Road was packed out. You know, it was. It's a shame we don't get it more often. Yeah. Definitely. 
Yeah, because when we first started going, that's what I remember week in, week out. It was yeah. like that every week, weren't it? That's and what got us hooked. Yeah, and it's only like that for these one-off cup game now, unfortunately, but you take what you can get. It's uh, one of them few games where I think we were only sat two seats apart and we could barely hear each other. No, we couldn't hear Normally each other. Normally at games, you know, <laughs> I sit in the prime war and we'd hear each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after that, Three draws on the spin, Peterborough away, nil nil, Oxford at home, one all, and Rochdale away, two all. And then we finished the month off um with a two nil win over Shrewsbury, so kept the run going though, didn't it? Yeah, we were on quite a lengthy run, weren't we, at that point? Yeah, again from stretch back from November. Um, I Kubiak went back, didn't he, about then? Yeah, Kubiak went back, uh Jordan Roberts had come in by then. The big signing. Oh, I just remembered one person we missed in August. Go on. Midfielder. Didn't feature a lot. Pringle? No. Matty Willock. <laughs> oh, Matty Willock. Yeah, oh. we've um, Yeah, signed Jordan Roberts, uh, Jordan Graham. Paid some money for a player as well. Yeah, and that was ongoing throughout the month, wasn't it? The talks about that, and it was very close to deadline day, wasn't it? Yeah, he featured against Shrewsbury, made his first start. Big John. Start. Big John. Who's bigger oh. in person when you actually see him up close. Yeah, he's absolutely massive. Though my apologies, he made his first game the one before against Rochdale. Um, who else did we get rid of? Elliot List, he'd... He'd gone in, in, the um, he'd gone in the summer. And Jolly had gone back to Ireland. And Jolly oh. and Yakubiak went and we got Graham and Roberts in the loan. Yeah. Um, I have to say with them two, I wasn't particularly massive fan of either. More so Roberts. I liked him a bit more. I don't know. Just maybe we didn't see enough of Graham especially. Yeah, he didn't Sunderland, when we get to it, Sunderland away, Graham was poor that day. Well, we ain't got much further to go. I mean, we, no, we're you know, we're in February now. We've <laughs> only got a month left. Then it ended in March, so... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, moving on to Feb. Burton 0-0. And then the Tuesday night game, Blackpool 2, Jill's 3. That was a... John O'Kindy and Regan Charles Cook scored, didn't they? I know you got the other one. Hanlon, wasn't it? Hanlon um, got the winner. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we tried... Well, Matt was round and we tried watching it on iFollow and it was playing up. And we ended up... Me, Did you have it on, like, three phones? Me, Matt and his daughter Ellie watching it on a phone in the end, basically. And then he was looking on his phone on the Sky Sports app. And he just looked at me and like, basically said... Woke me up, didn't he? Basically was... gave the game away that something was about to happen. And then obviously the corner got swung in and Hanlon finished it. And I think I woke up to go to work. I was having a wee and Matt would come running into the toilet while I had me knob in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so game after, uh, that was the one you was referring to earlier, the Cameron John. Cameron John, actually not Declan John. Cameron John. With two own goals. How come you won't be near the playoffs? Cheers for that. <laughs> Southend away. Always a treat. 
one nil. That man again, the ginger Maldini. Conor stunning hands. I think, from what I remember, again that was another I follow game. And to be fair, that night we we didn't look great. Didn't you say yeah we were lucky to take it? It was very poor. Yeah, there weren't a lot in it. And then the last two games of Feb, Lincoln away nil nil, and then AFC Wimbledon. Ugh. Again. Did we lose that? Yeah, they took six points from oh, us, didn't they? Oh, disgust. Oh, Joe Piggott scored, didn't he? Uh, Riley, it was Riley that got the winner, wasn't it? Yeah, Piggott scored the first. Um, yeah, Wimbledon were just their normal selves that day. Oh, Scott they, Wagstaff was an arse, wasn't he? Scott Wagstaff was a prick. Eating has been released. They had the same kind of mentality from the uh, league defeat to them in November. It was just horrible to play against, and that's the first ones to beat us since they November, beat us in November yeah. as well. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's so frustrating. They took six points off us, and you take them six points away, and they probably go down. Yeah, probably would have done. Would have shut Tramir up as well, wouldn't it? They're still going. Aren't they? I see. Yes, see. There's more statements yeah. going out. <laughs> um, yeah. Towards the end, like of Feb, there's a few scrappy games though, weren't there? few draws in there like I said South End we um, won away but we weren't great but I think by this point that was kind of we was going to we was winning games 1-0 weren't we if we was going to win yeah. it would be by the odd goal and well it weren't always pretty but you know points are points and then the last game before it all abruptly ended was the game you and Matt went to Sunderland away so. One one of my favourite away days out because it's a big club, it's a big ground, and we should have won. And then who was to know a week later that that would pretty much be? Well, it. it's been, I think it's been four months on Monday since the last March. game. Yeah, seventh of March that game was. It's horrible. We want it back. We don't know how much don't you know how much longer she's going to go on for. So when it finished, we was 11th. Which how, how many points of the playoffs? About, about eight, weren't it? Yeah. Because of the, few, the draws that we'd had and we'd started dropping a few points. It was eight points and we wasn't out of the playoffs. No, well, we just started to accept that let's just end this season well and go again next year, don't we? But we thought there was an outside chance, wasn't there? We thought if we can... I think just before them draws, yeah. I think once in three well, I think even yeah. after the draws, because we still had a lot of them teams that we had to play. We was due to play Rotherham, weren't we? Yeah, we would have played Wickham again. Wickham again. Coventry again, yeah. There was a few. So, I think we still thought there's an outside chance, but no more than that. So, obviously, ended the campaign. Finally decided, after EFL meetings... Well, they kept saying we decide something in our next yeah. meeting. And then the statement would be, we've had a meeting, we're going to have another meeting. And then the <laughs> statement from that meeting was, we've had that meeting, now we're going to have another meeting. And when they finally did make decisions, called it off. We all knew that months ago. Why did it take so long? Yeah, exactly. But it's decided on points per game and we um, moved up to 10th. We did. Above Ipswich, which 
If you just said that at the start, yeah. you thought we'd have won the league, wouldn't you? And was surprising because I thought they had won the league when they beat us in September, but <laughs> turns out they didn't. Funny you should say that. How about Darren McCantley's tweets? Yeah, he were <laughs> happy. But they uh, fell out of class on this points per game thing, and Wickham snuck in. And yeah. we've just seen Wickham are probably on their way to Wembley now. Happens. I don't think you know anyone could have foreseen the events that took place, and that's still ongoing today. Again, so. Unfortunately, people were always going to be not happy, but... No matter what they've done, we're going to get people... Some teams are going to be happy because, like us, we've moved up. But then, if you're a Peterborough fan, if you were in that situation, you'd be fuming. Yeah. And I think, you know, in an ideal world, we would have liked it to have gone ahead. Evans wanted it to happen. But it comes down to finances, don't it? It's in my worry now. We don't know where we're at budget-wise, do we? Because we've had no income for three months. No, exactly. But hopefully, it's like everything during this whole period. You kind of have dates where stuff's happening. Like, for instance, tomorrow the pubs and that are opening and that's the next thing for some people. It's just when you've got them dates ahead to look forward to, that's when it becomes a bit easier. I do struggle to see... It's a testing, isn't it? It's costing... Yeah. You know, like at the moment, even the playoff games, there's games not only going ahead, going ahead, so it can be done. It's just a testing. Which doesn't look like a very nice process, does it? I sent you a video yesterday. Yeah. Of one of the non-league lads. So why was he in the playoffs then? No, I think it's because he returned his training. Oh, okay. Um, it's basically like a long Q-tip and it goes right up your nose. Doesn't look very comfortable. Bit grim. So, reflecting on Evan's first campaign then, Boz, how would you rate it? Um, better than I expected, I think. I mean, I, I think I said 11th at the start of the season, but it was a bit of a slow start. But yeah, when we were good, we were very good. Teams didn't want to come and play us, you know, like you say, towards the end of the season. Winning one there, we were winning late as well, or we were drawing games late and... We become one of the sides teams probably didn't look forward to playing. Yeah, and especially at Priestfield again started to. It felt like home again, didn't be it? Be a bit more of an intimidating atmosphere. It had been too easy for teams in the past to turn up and rock up and get three points. And obviously earlier in the season, Ipswich and Peterborough had done that. But then, like we said, the November turning point was Lincoln and Sunderland. Didn't we as well? I think our defensive we were like fourth best in the league, weren't we? Yeah, something like that. Um, just for lack of goals again, really. So we're going to get on to everyone's comments in regards to player of the season, their favourite matches, worst matches, things like that. Um, but the, the player, it was our defensive players that really impressed me. Yeah. And I think as the season wore on, my thought going into the season was we're going to find wholly hard to replace. But then Bonham has just, is better than Holy in my opinion. Yeah, I, think he, I don't think he makes as many errors. No, I don't. I can't really recall him making any, to be fair. He's just... I feel like it was one at home, but it can't have been that bad, off the top of me and I can't remember which one. So yeah, for, for me, just for... He's made the defence more composed as well. He... Feels me with confidence as a fan, so he must. His very defenders local. in front of him must feel comfortable too. 
But other players of the season, contenders, Amar, Ogilvy, Tucker. Who would have said at the start of the season yeah. that Tucker would have been... He was on the verge of being released, wasn't he? Yeah. Any others for you? Uh, yeah, you've mentioned the obvious ones. Ogilvy for me, just over Tucker and Bonham. Um, Evans come in, said he'd never play him left back. <laughs> A few weeks in, there he goes, he has to play left back. And that's when Tucker came in and suddenly we had a very solid back five. But then teams are scared him as a left back as well, so... Yeah, it's old, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, you can make the argument, Alfie Jones maybe could be in that conversation. Yeah, that's a good shout as well. He played a few different positions, hasn't he? Burner was good up until the injury. Yeah. You know, it looks as if he was on his way out or not fancied by Evans and then... Got back into the team and he's probably the first choice midfielder at one stage. O'Keefe, he, you didn't like not him at the beginning. First, I don't think. No, but around the time did, that turned, I started to see. All right, yeah, he has got a bit about him, and he really was leading us, I think, towards the end of the season. So, shall we move on to some Facebook and Twitter comments? Then? Yeah, we've got one or two long ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. We'll start off some short ones. So, the comment that went out was best worst game, uh, favourite memory of the season, best worst player. Um, so, Greg Lewis' first comment on Facebook, that bloke who took that half-time crossbar challenge was quite memorable. I wonder if that was aimed at. Yeah. Uh, and then he added the two last-minute Ogilvy winners against Rochdale Sunderland were good. Um, Gary Brad. Gary George Henry on Facebook. Favourite memory was giving West Ham a run for their money in the FA Cup. Of course it would be because West Ham fan. Yeah, secret <laughs> West Ham fan. Um, Nathan Bolton. Put best game, Jules free, South M1. Always loved beating them and the hilarity of missing two pens within a few minutes of each other. Yeah, Got funnier after the fun, final whistle. That was the jolly game, wasn't it? That was, I forgot that. Um, and he put Jules free, Doncaster Neil in the FA Cup was also another highlight. Worst game was the 3-0 home defeat to Rotherham. The one home game we weren't at the races. I felt like Lovell was back. And he also put an honourable mention for throwing away the 2-0 lead against Blackpool. And his favourite memory of the season was the West Ham game. Um, he said, I know people will say half the home stands were filled with West Ham fans, but nights like that show what potential we have as a football club. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Colin Swan... Um, between Posh away and Donny in the cup um, going for Donny as the best worst what Oxford away terrible yeah not going to find any complaints from us yeah <laughs> best player he went with Conor Ogilvy um, and worst he said nobody was terrible but Hodgson didn't inspire him and favourite memory was the West Ham cup game atmosphere second favourite team and gave a good account of ourselves Right, next comment is from Lee Clifton, who has wrote so many words. <laughs> so I'm going to try <laughs> and cut it down as best as I can. No offense, In your defence, it is our past ten at night. Yeah, it's a late one. Recording on a Friday, ready for release tomorrow. <laughs> for everyone to listen to whilst they're at the pub getting yeah. pissed. Right, so Lee has gone. Best game, Jules Free, Doncaster, Neil. Yeah. Um made a very good Doncaster side look very poor that day um, and stands out as the best game of the season 
due to us reaching the third round as well. Worst game, same as what we've said and others have said, Oxford 3, Gilles nil, 3 nil down in half an hour. Um, first shot on target, Mark Marshall yeah. <laughs> in stoppage time. And that was the one we met um, James from D3D4 anyway before the game season Oxford fan yeah we met him in that what would you call it it was like a like a sports bar yeah that was that's where you wanted to go at half time yeah because there was bowling there yeah there was pool bowling we could have another drink yeah I was like I to sack it off <laughs> we, that was um, we went with Emlyn didn't we oh yeah Emlyn yeah yeah and then we just didn't turn up no we were there same team didn't yeah um, Lee said the highlight for him for that game was Simon Royce being named as the understudy goalkeeper because Joe Walsh was ruled out due to injury. Oh, I like that game was leaving the ground. <laughs> Even rained as we went in, didn't it? James wanted to get a quick picture of us all and it pissed hard, didn't it, just as soon as we started. Did you have a burger? I don't remember. I feel like we all had burgers. Yeah, I think I bought them. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, Lee Clifton, best players. He's gone with Amar, Ogilvy and Tucker, the three that we said. Yeah. Um, he said the three mentioned of defenders tells you everything you need to know about which area of the team has dramatically improved. Uh, he's also included Alfie Jones and Tom O'Connor, um, both been first class during their loan spell. Worst player, he's gone with Lee Hodson. Um, he said limited first team appearances, but that was more at the start due to the exceptional form of the apparently newly See, signed is, Barry Fuller, according <laughs> to you. This is why I don't understand why Cesar hasn't got worse playing more, because he only played Cesar, I believe he played like three games at the start, and then we just never saw him again. Yeah, he started so against Donnie and the scored against them, and then he only played in his ESL Well, I think I remember you saying both to me yeah. and on the pod that You'd heard that a huge problem. Yeah. So, I don't think Evans is the type. I mean, judging him by his Instagram, he thinks a lot of himself. Yeah. He's a gangster, you see. (laughs) Favourite memory, Lee Clifton's favourite memory is the Gilles West Ham game. Um, He said the build-up for the FA Cup tie was superb and everyone was looking forward to it. Shown live on TV. Um, He said everyone that he spoke to was going to arrive at Priestfields, um, basically as early as they can. Lee was in the ground at half four for an 18.16 p.m. kickoff. Wow. Because it was kicked off a minute later due to... I don't think we even left till about then. What? I don't think we even left till about quarter past half past four, didn't we? Um, Lee carries on. It said, oh, it was David Moore's second match in charge and they went full strength. I think they only left out one or two, didn't they? In the yeah, end. no need to be going full strength, was there? Yeah. Only league one. He said even at 1-0 down, there's still a chance of scoring the equaliser to take the match to replay. But for now, scored in stoppage time. <coughs> also said it was not often we see just under 11,000 supporters inside the grounds. Um, but hopefully there can be more like that in the future. Fingers crossed. And the last Facebook one is from... Mr. Matthew Boosie, the birthday boy. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Many happy returns, Matthew. Get your hair cut tomorrow, please, as a <laughs> present. Stop wearing that Alice band. Uh, his best game, he said, loved all the games against Sunderland. To be competing with a club of that stature and not getting beaten four games was, for me, a huge achievement. Huge in capitals. 
and the stadium of light fixture is now a great memory for what was the final game of the season. Wickham and Doncaster in the cup also stand out. <coughs> Worst, Oxford away and Rotherham at home, the only two games where I felt we did There's been a lot of similar answers, yeah. And memory, Connor Ogilvie's late winners at home to Sunderland versus Rochdale. Big Meeker's late leveller at the Stadium of Light. The West Ham atmosphere, but mainly looking forward to going to games again. Whenever that may be. Yeah, sooner the better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what, have you renewed your season ticket? Yeah, we've both renewed. Yeah, so you... But you've not heard anything from the club about... I'm not expecting to. I don't want a refund. Matt don't want a refund. No. Right, moving on to the Twitter ones and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, Owen Stanley, first one. Best game Sutherland at home FA Cup. Proper performance. Um, would have been one of them had we not gone through. You'd be wondering how we didn't. Worst, again, the same as a lot of people. Oxford away, terrible. Best player, Amar. Worst player, he's put three in there. Oh. Hodson, yeah. Cisse, and Marshall. Yeah, see, I don't know if I put Marshall in the worst. I wasn't a big fan, but... He didn't do a lot. He did a lot of step-overs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you getting frustrated that I'm... Well, he actually got an assist the other day did. in the playoff final. He didn't do a single step-over. Remarkable. And <laughs> Owen's memory was Ogilvy against Sunderland. Uh, Warren Taylor... Put best game Blackpool away, never say die attitude, epitomised the season. I think that's a valid point, good actually. Shout, that, yeah. yeah, very good shout. I think that game was pretty poor as a whole up until about 60, 70 minutes. And then, yeah, then that's when it all went a bit mad. Uh, worst, have a guess. Oxford away. Oxford away. Only time he saw us out played all season. Best player, Connor Ogilvy. Worst player, Lee Hodson, and the best moment, Steve Evans bringing the fans back to the football club by engaging with us all. Yes, good comment as well. Yeah, I think he's gave belief. I don't think there's been too many more bums on seats, has there? But no, but I wonder if there might be next season. I think a lot of people will come back, won't they, just because they've missed it, like in general, not just... Because of Steve Evans, like, and things like that, but they just generally missed football. And like I said earlier, we should be, right now we should be watching England, shouldn't we? Yeah. Um. Next Twitter comment from Fat Boy Not Slim, which is at Big Ev eighty four. That's actually not me. No. Uh, for me, the best game I've seen has to be Sunderland in the league. He said West Ham was good, but that result gave me belief. Worse for me, the first and last games at home. Uh, with maybe AFC just beating Burton to the post, mainly for just how awful players and staff were from the team. Shit that's a good way of describing <coughs> it. Very good way of describing it. He's gone worst player, Cissé, maybe a bit harsh, but felt he was lazy. Uh, best player, Conor Ogilvy, bar none. And the best memory is a personal one. He says taking his youngest son to his first away game, um, which was Peterborough. And you didn't say Oxford. No. <laughs> and he said, other than that, having the feeling that by Christmas, no, we wouldn't be worried about relegation this season, which, yeah. again, I think is another valid point. Yeah. I don't think there was too many times where we was looking over well, our no, shoulder. No, I don't think there was. At all. And the last one from Louis Howard. Best game 
has to be Donny in the cup, whether we won three 0 or when we won in the last minute against Sunderland. Worst losing against Wimbledon two one in the last minute. Best player, he says, has to be Tucker hundred percent. Worst player, Lee Hodgson, and best memory, Connor Ogilvy in the last minute against Sunderland. Anything else you want to add, Boz? No, um, I think that's 2019-20 done, hasn't it? It has been thoroughly discussed. We've reviewed it. Thanks for everyone that's sent your comments in. Um, hopefully we'll have a pod out in the next few weeks. Hopefully we'll have a bit of news and we can have some actual football chat. Yeah. Um, but cheers for listening. going to put this out tomorrow morning, Saturday. So please like, retweet, um, comment any feedback that you've got for us, any ideas. And until next time. Up the jewels.